You're listening to Once, episode 41, review of Mark Isham's Once Upon a Time soundtrack. Welcome back to another episode of Once Podcast, the podcast about ABC's TV show Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and I'm actually flying solo today, but just to remind you, our other normal co-hosts, well, maybe not so normal, but they are Jeremy Laughlin, Dan Flynn, and my wife, Jenny. I am still traveling while I'm recording this, so that's why the sound quality might sound a little bit different to you. And I just got back from speaking at Blog World and New Media Expo in New York City. Totally awesome event. You can find out more about what I did there over at theaudacitytopodcast.com. But for this episode of One's Podcast, I wanted to take a moment to talk about the soundtrack. Because Mark Isham has done an incredible job with the soundtrack. And because I'm communicating to you through an audio format... And because of the ways that the United States copyright laws and all of that work, I can actually play some of these clips for you from the soundtrack. So if you haven't purchased the soundtrack yet, this is going to inspire you to do so because the soundtrack is really quite a beautiful compilation. I've followed Mark Isham's work for quite a while. I'm a huge fan of soundtracks. That's almost all I have in my music library is soundtracks, and I have a lot of Mark Isham soundtracks. And I really think that his work on Once Upon a Time is his greatest music yet. And what's really awesome is he's not just a composer for Once Upon a Time. He's also a promoter. I follow him on Twitter, and I recommend that you follow him too. It's Mark Isham. That's M-A-R-K-I-S-H-A-M. And also, I'll have a link to his Twitter account over at oncepodcast.com slash 41, as well as any other links and pictures that I mentioned in this episode. But Mark has been tweeting about the episode. He or his team that helps run his website and Twitter account have been tweeting about episodes and about Once Upon a Time, sharing stuff that the fans of Once Upon a Time love. So it's awesome to see that he's not just composing for them, but he's also promoting them. It, it really seems like he is a fan of the show as well, just like many of the actors are actually fans of the show they are acting in, which is a great thing to have. So when you listen to this music, you will quickly discover that Mark Isham has created these unique themes for each character in it. And if you watch the official ABC podcast, which I'll have a link to that in the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 41, there's an episode, I believe it was episode 10 or 11 of the official video podcast for Once Upon a Time, where Mark Isham talked about these different themes and how he developed them throughout the TV series. Really cool to watch, and in fact, I might just embed that video in the show notes so you can watch that. But many of these songs are are just so amazingly composed that as I was listening to them, especially while writing the review of each of these songs, It just brought back these waves of different emotions and the inspirations that these different episodes brought and chills at different spots just really communicate so well. And while I'm critically reviewing these songs, I realized that, wow, 
this song sounds like someone is telling a story, or this song sounds like someone is plotting something, or that something is coming, or something is moving. These are all really powerful music composition techniques that Mark Isham really manipulates well in this soundtrack. I have a music composition background, so I, I might get into some of the specific music terms and things, but I'll, I'll still keep this at a, a fan level where we fans of the music can really enjoy it. There are 25 tracks on the CD, and you may remember that a few months ago, an exclusive EP album was released on iTunes that had just four tracks on it. Those four tracks are also on this new CD that right now it's only available as a CD as of the time of this recording. And the best place I would recommend to get that is from Amazon. So I have a link for that. It's oncepodcast.com slash soundtrack will take you to the season one soundtrack in the Amazon store. So that's the best place to purchase it. And if you purchase it there, it helps support once podcast as well. So of the 25 tracks that gives you 21 new tracks and they are all beautiful. So let me just go through these uh, and give you an idea of how incredible this soundtrack is and why I think you as a fan would really like it. First of all, even though there isn't a digital download version yet, I do highly recommend that you get the CD because the CD comes with some cool collector's items, different covers on it. It's really neat to see the pictures and the cover. And if you are as much of a Once Upon a Time fan as I am, and you probably are if you're listening to this podcast, then you should definitely get the CD version because you will love having the extra stuff that's in it and extra pictures. It's really cool. So the first song on the CD is the Once Upon a Time Orchestral Suite. This was released in the EP album on iTunes, and this is the most familiar music from the pilot, where it starts from the opening and then goes all the way into the pronouncement of the curse. It's This track is actually 25 seconds longer than what was released on the EP. The other three tracks that were from the EP album are the exact same length. This one's 25 seconds longer, just a little bit more content added. But this was the first song that we heard when watching Once Upon a Time, and it's also containing the first occurrences of the Prince Charming theme, the Snow White theme, and the True Love or Emma's theme. Track number two is called Henry's Proposal. And no, it's not that he's proposing someone for them to marry him, but it has this great storytelling feeling to it as Henry is telling the story to Emma. Track three is The Queen's Curse. It starts out really dark and kind of subdued with some dissonant chords that don't quite uh, line up together harmoniously. It sounds like the curse is in planning and being prepared for this big moment.
And then that moment comes about three quarters of the way through with the evil queen's familiar tone that leads into this arrival of the curse. This is also the exact same track that was on the EP album. Track number four is Jiminy Cricket. And when you remember the episode with Jiminy Cricket, throughout the episode, he was simple and reflective the whole time with this inner struggle. Mark Isham captured this very well in this track because it has a simple, reflective sound to it with a lot of orchestral harp. Track 5 introduces more darkness with dealing with Rumpelstiltskin. It's very dark and mysterious, just like Rumpelstiltskin's character. And it's similar in some ways to the Evil Queen's theme, but actually I think it's a lot more menacing to it because there's just something about it behind that we can't quite tell. Even when a few minutes through the song, about the third minute, It gets a little bit more melodic, but it still sounds very cunning with some rhythmic drums that help accent the music. Track six is Belle's Story from the episode Skin Deep, many people's favorite episode of Once Upon a Time in the introduction of Belle and Rumpelstiltskin as the Beast. And this really sounds like a music box inside a dark, dusty, dirty attic as Belle tells her story to Rumpelstiltskin. This theme may also be familiar because it was reused a little bit in the episode Dreamy when Dreamy met Belle inside of that tavern and Belle started talking about true love. It was, again, Belle's story. Speaking of Dreamy, track seven is simply titled Dwarves, and it's that fun, playful, working and bouncing sound from pizzicato strings and frequent timpani in it. And even the way that they use the woodwinds like flutes and oboes and other instruments just give it this really lighthearted feel. And then halfway through, it's like suddenly they realize there's more to this. And they, it's as if they're looking toward the stars or to fairies, maybe, as the episode goes. And then it goes back to the upbeat music.
later in the song, it even introduces a little bit of tension in it as we just start to detect that there's something keeping Dreamy and his love, Nova, apart. Track eight is very emotional for some people because it is titled The Huntsman. And I'd say The Huntsman's death is one of the most tragic because that's when we lost Sheriff Graham and also the the heart-wrenching story of The Huntsman in Fairytale Land as well. And this track reminds us of how The Huntsman was dark and his hunting, moving personality and the track has some rhythmic motion to it. But also we hear this wonderful huntsman motif or motive which is another word for a musical theme several times throughout this track and it's sometimes even interrupted with these moments of tension as we get to this heart crushing end of the song this when i was listening back through gave me chills each time it hits the huntsman's theme season one finale episode that when the huntsman pulled off his mask that music played as well because it's the huntsman theme and just oh wow i think that's probably one of my favorite themes in this track nine is things are changing in storybrook when emma came she brought all this magic with her and she was bringing change and the sound of the song is like a, a montage like an audio montage but also runs into some conflict near the end that implies the conflict with Mayor Regina Mills. And this song was also on the EP album. Track 10 is Cinderella, and you get this feeling of expectation building up until it gets to this simple melody, but then the sounds of a royal wedding. Track 11 is The Wedding Dance, which is a very classical style of music that was played during this dance after Cinderella's wedding. And it carries over the same, I would call it the royal love or royal wedding theme from the Cinderella track carried over into this and sounding very classical concerto-like with some, uh, some strings and instruments that people are dancing to during the wedding dance. Track 12 is named Advising Ashley. It's when Emma met Ashley at the back of Granny's Diner, and Emma gave Ashley the challenge that if you're going to keep the baby, then you have to commit, you have to be a mother, you can't back down. And when Emma gave her 
story of when she had Henry and her regrets even of leaving Henry. Continuing the Cinderella theme, track 13 is If the Shoe Fits. It's a gently reassuring song, but then it ends with this hint of the Evil Queen's theme to it. Track 14 is Unhappy Endings. It's sad, but yet also melodic. It has some subtle cues from Snow White's theme, but it, they're kind of hidden inside this the sound of terrible loss because this is from the pilot when Snow White was there over Prince Charming's body when she thought Prince Charming was dead. And we even hear a little bit of Emma's theme inside of it just before this whole chaotic dissonance of this as the curse is sweeping into the castle in the last scene in fairy tale land and it's the last song that comes from fairy tale land and this was from the pilot episode Track 15 is Emma and Henry, and you can just hear Henry's earnestness and desire for Emma to believe. Track 16 is called The Siren, and it just sounds dangerous and like temptation. This was from when James went to the siren to try and get the water from the lake. When he approached the siren, he fell into the temptation, but then tried to escape. And at this last moment, when the danger is rising and this threat of death and drowning inside the lake comes, then we hear this slightly triumphant Prince Charming theme inside of it. Track 17 is called The Man with the Wooden Box. This was when the stranger tells his story to Emma, saying, I'm going to carry this box around to strange and mysterious places. And the song communicates that mystery that was around the stranger for so long, but yet so many suspected what we discovered was the truth after all. (laughs) 
track 18 is called Hope Will Return. It has a lot of Snow White's theme in it, and yet also interrupted with some of Evil Queen's threatening tones. Then it breaks into the more hopeful true love theme or Emma's theme at the end of the song. Track 19 goes back to the episode Skin Deep, and it's called Rumpelstiltskin in Love, the very terribly emotional scene where Rumpelstiltskin is trashing everything in his castle as he's mad about his love for Belle, and at the same time it cuts into Storybrooke where Rumpelstiltskin, or Mr. Gold, is beating up Mr. French and just so angry at his lost love, and you can hear the terrible pain in this because there's no greater pain than the loss of love and it's almost like the song is crying out because of this agony Track 20 is from The Fruit of the Poisonous Tree, and the title is The Genie's Wish, and it has this Arabian tone to it that fits very well with the genie. Track 21 is The Road to True Love. It almost sounds like there's some kind of surprise around the corner when there's the sound of expectation and a little slightly developed version of Prince Charming's theme. Coming from the episode True North, track 22 is called The Family Compass. And although Hansel and Gretel were minor characters, at least in season one, I don't know what we'll do and see in season two with them. They still have this fun, youthful theme that is slightly dark near the end because of some things inspired by the blind witch. And speaking of the blind witch, track 23 is Burn the Witch. It at first sounds like people are tiptoeing around to try and prevent awaking this sleeping dragon, in a sense, that's in this magical house. But then once the witch awakens, 
then the music heats up as so does the fire in the oven and Hansel and Gretel try desperately to escape and you hear that this desperate attempt for escape and then success in escaping Track 24 is What the Queen Loves Most. Now, clarification, this isn't from the episode The Stable Boy, because this uh, says what the queen loves most, and Regina was not a queen yet in the episode The Stable Boy. This comes from the second episode, The Thing You Love Most, when Regina has her last love, her father, and you can hear the love, the loss, the pain, and he's been this resolution that she has for revenge and it's a very subtle song but it has these deep bitter emotions to it as well and the last track Number 25 is The Clock Moves. When Emma came to Storybrooke, she not only brought magic and hope, but she even brought the movement of time back to Storybrooke. And you can hear that, and this is a very familiar song from the pilot. Those last few moments when Emma decides to stay in Storybrooke, and I get chills when I watch this scene because then the clock moves for the first time in 28 years. In all, this is an absolutely beautiful soundtrack, and I highly recommend that you get it, even if you're not a soundtrack person. If you're a Once Upon a Time fan, please show your support for the show and get this soundtrack. And if you're on Twitter, follow Mark Isham and tell him how much you appreciate the soundtrack and that you heard this review from Once Podcast. I know he'll appreciate hearing that you like the soundtrack and how much we love it too. There are some things noticeably absent from the soundtrack, like... The finale music, uh, well, I think the soundtrack was produced quite a bit before the finale was finished. So like that very moving song of that last scene of the finale as the pink or the purple smoke is coming, that music's not in here. But also, as Jenny, my wife, had pointed out, we didn't hear themes like Red Riding Hood and some of these other themes or, or characters that were in this Geppetto we didn't hear much about Pinocchio's theme or some of these other things hey that just leaves room I think for a second CD for season one I'm not sure if they'll do that it'd be awesome if they did or maybe an extended edition in all this is still a jam-packed CD with 25 tracks and over an hour of solid music listening I highly recommend it again go to oncepodcast.com soundtrack or go to onespodcast.com slash 41, the show notes for this episode, and then you can purchase that through our affiliate link at amazon.com. Highly, highly recommended that you get this. And don't wait for it to come out in digital form. Get it now. Get that CD because it is really awesome. Now, speaking of CDs, the DVD and Blu-ray sets are available for pre-order also from amazon.com, and they are $44 or $45. 
and uh, for the Blu-ray that is, and DVD is just a little bit less. The coupon that I've previously mentioned is no longer valid, but you still can place your pre-order now, and if the price drops on Amazon after you've placed your order, Amazon will honor that lower price for you. So go to oncepodcast.com season one. We've pre-ordered it, and we are so excited to see it as soon as we can, and we'll have some reviews of the extras there on the DVD and, and Blu-ray set. So I highly recommend check that out too. That's over at oncepodcast.com slash season one is our affiliate link for that. And your purchase does help support One's Podcast. And speaking of supporting One's Podcast, we'd love to have you as a sponsor of an episode. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, you can go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. Or if you're at the show notes, just click on the top where it says sponsor and you can get to that information and sponsor an episode, sponsor a few episodes, or get contact information about maybe some official business sponsorship of the podcast, which we would love, especially during the summer season when listenership is down a little bit and expenses aren't down. Expenses are still there. So we'd really appreciate your support for that. And huge thanks to everyone who has supported us in the past. Also, when you're on the site, check out our forums over at oncepodcast.com forums where we have so many people discussing and sharing some awesome theories about Once Upon a Time and starting to discuss some of the Season 2 spoilers out there. It's an awesome community of people. And in fact, someone there has started a forum about me. It's called Daniel's Middle Name, in which they were trying to guess what my middle name is because I always say I'm Daniel J. Lewis. So they started trying to guess... And this happened just as I was leaving to go speak in New York City. So I decided to give it a week before I would jump in. And then I decided, hey, let's turn this into a little game. And I want to reward the first person with a $5 gift card to Amazon.com. So Noni has guessed it correctly. She was the first person to correctly guess that my middle name is... Well, you'll just have to go look at the forums and find out. It's Joseph. So congratulations to Noni. I will be sending over a code for a $5 gift card to Amazon.com. And here's what I would recommend you use that gift card for. Go to, am- go to oncepodcast.com slash soundtrack and order the season one soundtrack or pre-order the season one Blu-ray or DVD set. And you'll get $5 off with this little code that we're going to send to you. So anyone else, check out the forums over at onespodcast.com slash forums and chat there with so many other fans. Also, follow us on twitter.com slash oncepodcast, and you can follow each of us Once Podcast hosts on Twitter. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and you can follow me on twitter.com slash Noodle. You can follow Jeremy at Fleegon, that's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. Follow Dan Flynn at Dan Flynn Design, and follow Jenny at Jenny's Nook. And we'd love to have your feedback on upcoming episodes, and we've got some really cool stuff planned through the summer, including some interviews with some of the cast members. So this is going to be totally awesome, and we look forward to having you a part of this. You can send your feedback to feedback at oncepodcast.com or call in to 903-231-2221. You can also go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab over on the right side and record a message right from your computer. Be sure to check out the show notes at oncepodcast.com 
and get this episode listing and some cool pictures there and links to things that I've mentioned within this episode. And please check out the soundtrack by Mark Isham and tell him how much that you appreciate his composing for Once Upon a Time and what he's doing for making fairy tales come alive for us through music. Check his site out and links that I'll have for him over at oncepodcast.com slash 41. For Jeremy Laughlin, Dan Flynn, and Jenny, I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and I hope that you will have a happy ever after. Thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts like this one at noodle.mx. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode of Once Podcast, we would totally love you for it. Go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.